Presented here is a free teaser for this month's edition of the Top Rope Nation Classics Patreon bonus podcast. Every single month, we release a deep dive on a classic wrestling event as voted on by our supporters on Patreon. Presented here is a 15-minute preview of that podcast. It's a true historical deep dive. The only place to hear these shows in full? Join the Patreon page for just $5 per month. The link is right here in the podcast description. Patreon is the best way to support the show. We are confident you will enjoy the content we're offering, all the bonus content over on Patreon. For just $5 per month, not only do you gain access to the monthly Top Rope Nation Classics bonus podcast on Patreon, you also receive access to a weekly bonus podcast, Top Rope Nation Extra. The only way to hear Top Rope Nation Classics every month and Top Rope Nation Extra every single week is by supporting us on Patreon. That's five bonus shows per month for $5 plus other benefits like access to our show notes every week, voting on which events we cover for classics, and more. So click that link in the episode description and read all about it over on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Nation, and enjoy this special free preview of this month's retro show. Oh, boys, I got to say, it feels damn good to be back talking a little classic WWF action here with Justin Joint and Kyle Ross. It is the 23rd edition of Top Rope Nation Classics here exclusively on Patreon.com slash Top Rope Nation. We're going back in time tonight to talk about a Coliseum home video, Kyle Ross. This was your idea for the October Top Rope Nation Classics to, to do a compilation tape. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay, and yeah, if the patrons don't like this one, then direct all the hate mail towards me. (laughs) It's a totally different flavor, but I got to say, I rented a lot of these kinds of tapes as a kid, and so it was a lot of fun going back and watching these, even with all the goofy and weird segments we're going to get to. And my thought process was, is last year, we did a mega review of the history of Halloween Havoc. Mm -hmm. So... All right, I don't know. Like October's not exactly synonymous with a lot of great WF pay-per-views. You have the Michaels take or Hell in a Cell, but everyone's heard about that. Let's dig deep, and I don't know. I just thought this was a fun idea. We'll see. We'll revisit that idea in an hour and a half. (laughs) I like it. Justin Joint, your thoughts? I strongly considered, uh, just for the entire podcast, yelling, Huss! Huss! (laughs) Huss. <laughs> what does Huss mean exactly? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's there's some good stuff on this tape. There's some very bizarre, not not so great stuff on this tape. But I mean, overall, it's a lot of fun. I, I'd rather, yeah. I think you put this out in the Facebook group the other night, Kyle. I'd rather be watching this in Monday Night Raw these days. Or NXT Halloween Havoc, for that matter. Speaking of Halloween Havoc, God, thank God we don't have to review that show for the October tie-in. <laughs> I did shamelessly, by the way, if you guys saw, put out our Halloween Havoc mega show that you mentioned, Kyle, uh, from last year. I put that out on our feed the other day because I've had a lot of new listeners to the the flagship pod in the last few months. And I thought a lot of people pro- probably missed that last year. It was an awesome, awesome show. So check the main feed if you guys haven't heard it. Of course, I mentioned this is our Patreon show. Some of you are tuning in right now to the free teaser 
on our main feed. If you want to hear the whole show, patreon.com slash top rope nation link here in the broadcast description. As I said, this is the 23rd edition. All of these are so much fun. They're very loose broadcasts. If you like classic wrestling, you're going to love this. We also do Top Rope Nation Extra each and every week. Uh, so, hey, if you join the Patreon page, you get a bonus show every week from us, plus this monthly one in Top Rope Nation Classics. And uh, this video, guys, it came out in April of 93. So in April of 93, Justin Joint... What were you doing? What 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 was uh what was the life of Mr. Justin Joint? One second, time? have we clarified the video that we're doing? Oh yes, I should say that. I mean, I'm looking at the video <laughs> stream, so like I see it the background, but I know most people are probably listening to the podcast version. You don't know. Smack 'em, whack 'em, smack 'em, <laughs> whack 'em. Vince, what this... should we call this one? <laughs> Dude, smack 'em, whack 'em. I figured this was going to probably win the poll. The The second, number two was Invasion of the Body Slammers, which has a pretty good lineup on it. But I, I figured that this one would win just because of the Bret Hart profile on it. Three Bret Hart matches. Justin, you're a big Bret Hart fan. But like I said, April of 93, what were you doing in your life at that time? I was fast approaching that age where you start smacking it and whacking it. <laughs> 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 I almost God. got got drossy with the spit take there. Oh, just took a drink of my old fashioned, and uh, it almost went all over my desk. God, <laughs> save my I, microphone. <laughs> I, I believe I was in uh, sixth grade, um, and I was—I think I had uh, not just a foot out the door of my wrestling fandom, but my entire body. I remember going over to a buddy's and seeing—he still subscribed to WWF magazine. And I remember seeing pictures from WrestleMania nine and being just horrified as to what that event looked like um, and felt pretty comfortable with not really paying all that much attention to uh, this great sport anymore. And when you say what that event looked like, you're talking about the results, right? Yes, the results. Correct. <laughs> correct. Because <laughs> I always thought it had a I thought Mania 9 always had such a cool look. Like, it was the first outdoor Mania. I loved the, the outdoor Caesars Palace theme. But, yeah, not a great not it, a great show. It, it The other part, it didn't look very big. Like, I, yeah. the the glamour of WrestleMania 8 in that, you know, huge uh, in Indiana or Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, it, did, it looked small. It looked a little cheesy. Um, but, yeah, for what you're saying, it, it did at least look different and, and kind of cool. But... Uh, from my eyes, from what I had grown up with, it, it definitely looked like uh, uh, WWF was on the downswing. Yeah. Kyle, in uh, April of 93, were you smacking it and whacking it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, oh, oh, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> where can you go with that? Probably was. <laughs> Uh, Rub one out this morning if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> this I is work. the kind of content you get. <laughs> A top rope nation class. I told you it was loose. Oh. I work. I work from home. Wife's back in the office. Why the hell not? Uh, <laughs> but back to the athletes at hand here. April of '93. <laughs> Justin brings up. He's got one foot out the door. A lot of wrestling fans uh, ran out the door during the 1992, the latter half business absolutely went on the toilet for the world wrestling federation over the course of that year. I stuck with it. I think I've talked on the pod a few times that 
it was around this time that I definitely noticed many of my schoolmates were stopping to watch wrestling. Survivor Series, which happened around the time of a lot of the matches we're going to talk about tonight, was here in suburban Cleveland. And I went to it, but not a lot of other people did. So uh, I was still with the product. But yeah, I knew that it what isn't what it had been a few years earlier. Yeah. I was in, I believe, third grade at this time. That's probably about right. Uh, yeah, so I I also was just kind of, I, I watched wrestling a lot when I was younger. I don't re- remember watching it like week to week around this time. I do remember kind of watching the early days of Monday Night Raw at one of my friend's houses who lived on my street uh, in the Manhattan Center and everything. So that was around this period, but it wasn't like a week to week thing. I had kind of fallen out. I, I would watch wrestling usually on Sunday mornings. Growing up, um, my grandma would have like this big Sunday dinner where all my relatives would go, almost like the Hart family, <laughs> every single Sunday morning. And that's where I usually watch wrestling growing up. And I think around 93, we either weren't doing it or my uncle that would always watch it wasn't didn't turn it on at that time. So like, yeah, I don't have a ton of memories during this period. And it was a couple of years after this that I really got back into wrestling hardcore and really haven't turned it off since. So it was, it's kind of, I mean, I went back and watched all this stuff, obviously, but it was kind of a close to a dark period for me, Kyle. couple things. One, it's funny. You talk about the early days of Raw in 93. I missed a lot of that in real time because we only had one cable TV in the house. My parents got me a TV later in the year just because I complained so much about missing Raw. That's why we got a second cable TV. <laughs> That's funny you mention that because the friend who I would go over to his house and we would watch Raw probably in early 93, uh, that must have been the case there, too, because I remember watching it. We would always watch it in his mom's bedroom <laughs> for some reason, like on the TV. I don't know if that was the only cable one or something, but for, for whatever reason, <laughs> I don't know what was going on over there and why that was the only cable TV. But uh, I, for whatever reason, I remember we'd always watch it in his upstairs in her bedroom. Just us for whatever reason. Okay. Second point. I've been dying to ask both of you this for some time, and this time period gives me that opportunity to do so. You're both true blue diehard Bret Hart fans. He became the champion at the end of 92. Now he does lose it at WrestleMania nine, but you're both saying you kind of drifted away from the product around this time. I find that interesting. You know, I've never actually been able to put my finger on why that is. Cause I was, I, I was a huge Bret Hart fan. Um, I guess just in general, my interest started to drift in other directions and I honestly didn't have any whacking it. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly didn't have anybody in my life who was uh, interested in wrestling. So I was kind of on my own, you know, I'd had a, a couple buddies before that I could talk to about it, but you know, they had moved. Um, and you know, maybe we'll get into more of it when we get to that match. But I remember Bret Hart winning, the title, but the fact that it wasn't even on TV and I couldn't watch it, it just made it feel like it wasn't a big deal or maybe it wasn't worth watching. So I don't know. I know. I, I just couldn't get invested in the product. Yeah. It's kind yeah, of the I, same for me too. Yeah. Go okay. ahead, Kyle. Well, I was gonna say, I definitely want to get back to that when we talk about the, the Bret Hart, Ric Flair match. I didn't want to go too far down that path here. Cause I had some thoughts when we get yeah. to it. 
Yeah, it's kind of the same for me. Like, I'm a little bit younger than you guys. I mean, I'm nine years old at this time. I loved bread as a kid. And honestly, I think a lot of it was when I was really little was just the sunglasses. I loved the sunglasses. And then he just like gradually became my favorite wrestler. But I just I don't remember a lot of kids being into wrestling, even though I'm like third grade. I, I have a pretty clear memory of I think I was in second or third grade. And you know, you know, when it would rain, you'd have indoor recess. I remember like one of my friends brought his Hasbro WWF figures to school, like the ring and everything. And I thought that was so cool at the time. But other than that, like my memories from that period in school, I don't remember a ton of people talking about wrestling. I do remember the year after this in 94, they had the clash of the champions in Cedar Rapids, WCW and in like August of 94 and trying to convince one of my buddies who was, was going and had an extra ticket to take me to it. Kyle, it's Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs> yes, Welcome it is. Us. <laughs> this opening segment is going to kind of be the theme of the entire video. So like a lot of these, you mentioned Invasion 92, the Star Trek theme. A lot of these, these tapes, they would have some weird theme to it. So this one... It was like a home improvement theme, which, you know, a lot of those shows were really popular around this time, like home improvement itself with Tim Allen was big around 1993. Of course, like the Bob Vila shows or like I remember my dad always watching those home improvement shows. So they're kind of leaning into that. And it's uh, Lord Alfred Hayes. Is that what they were doing? (laughs) (laughs) With the Bushwhackers, not exactly Tim the Toolman Taylor here. Lord Alfred Hayes with the Bushwhackers. And in between matches, we're going to cut back and forth to these segments. Uh, Kyle, what what do you think about the way this this uh, video opens? Well, you know, Al Hayes, who, by the way, friend of the show and his countryman, Liam O'Rourke, absolutely despises. You will not meet anyone who hates Lord Alfred Hayes more than Liam O'Rourke. As <laughs> When I mentioned this tape to him and that we were doing it, he is now, like, as we speak, going through other Coliseum home videos and finding, like, he just cannot escape Lord Alfred Hayes, and he's just texting me these incredible fuck-ups <laughs> that Al would have. Like, there's this 40-man battle royal where Al is like, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and they're still flailing. And Liam's like, Duggan wasn't even in the battle royal. <laughs> and, but um, for this one, yes, we are doing home improvement. Lord Alfred initially greets us from a, quote, dilapidated room. No Matt Hardy, but we do get Luke and Butch who march into their music. Uh, I love how Lord Al says, you may learn something or you may not on this video. Spoiler alert. You did not. Uh, The three of them can barely keep a straight face, and I was not looking forward to these segments the rest of the video, no. But it's early 90s fun. Let's get into it. Yeah, I was honestly watching this. For one, I was shocked that the Bush work whackers were still around at the time, but they are almost completely unintelligible in, in all of these skits. <laughs> yeah. So we, we get this segment, opening it up. Uh, they put a hard hat on. 